On this episode, I want to talk about questions that a lot of investors, especially newer investors in the space that we work with, ask us. And that's how are properties classified? Meaning some properties will say class A, B, or C. Uh, you know, is one better than the other? Is one safer than the other? You know, which one should you be investing in or are most people interested in? I'm going to answer all of those questions for you in the next few minutes. This podcast is sponsored by Perpetual Wealth Capital, helping everyday people just like you invest passively in multifamily assets to produce cash flow and build your wealth. Download our free ebook, The Definitive Guide to Building Generational Wealth and Passive Cash Flow Through Multifamily Real Estate by visiting thedefinitiveguidebook.com or clicking the link in the show notes. This podcast is sponsored by my group, Perpetual Wealth Capital, helping everyday people just like you invest passively in multifamily assets to produce cash flow and build your wealth. Download our free ebook, The Definitive Guide to Building Generational Wealth and Passive Cash Flow Through Multifamily Real Estate at thedefinitiveguidebook.com, or you could visit the link in the show notes. All right, now let's talk about asset classes. I'll go over a brief overview of the three types, A, B, and C, then dive into more detail and what type of investors typically favor which asset class. And maybe at the end of the episode, you'll have a better idea of which asset class you'd prefer. First is type A. So type A assets are going to be the most modern. These are going to have the best amenities and be centrally located in primary markets, meaning downtown areas or places with really, really dense populations. These are the luxury apartments that spare no expense to impress potential renters and are typically the rent leaders in the area, meaning they're the highest rents. Other people judge what their rents can charge based on them. Location is very important. Type A investments, because their rents are so expensive, need to be located in a primary market where there's high income earners and lots of population density to support their high rents. Class A properties are also typically newer, either built newer or have gone through a total gut rehab recently. More times than not though, Class A assets are gonna be newer construction. Now, the next one I'm gonna talk about is Type C. Type C properties tend to be older, a bit more dated, and you won't find many modern amenities there. There might be some additional amenities for tenants, but it's not super common. Type C properties usually are not going to be in downtown areas because at that point, it really makes more sense to tear it down and develop a class A property. So class C properties are much more common in secondary or tertiary markets. Now, class B properties will fall somewhere in between those two classes or potentially was a class C building in a neighborhood that was developing really well and started to become modernized or updated into a class B building with newer amenities or better upgrades or finishes. Now, that's a general overview, but now I want to dive into who typically invests and lives in each asset class so you can decide which ones may be right for you or the tenant base that you're looking to attract. Now, Class A assets are rented by high-income earners and are generally the safest of the three classes. This is primarily because of their location and strong rental demand. Because of this, many Class A investors are large funds, foreign investors, life insurance companies, or other large entities that can afford that upper eight or possibly even nine-figure purchase price. 
Returns on properties like this are generally much, much smaller because the investment is seen and considered to be safer. And therefore, it will drive the cost of that investment up, the cost to acquire it, which will dilute the returns, cash on cash, and also some appreciation returns as well. Many of these buyers of Class A assets are willing to pay more and eat into those returns because of the location or because of the tax benefits, which makes it hard and less common for everyday investors like you or me to invest in Class A assets. Now, Class B assets are just a step down from Class A. Sometimes they're close to up and coming areas, or maybe they're right on the outside of downtown or suburban in a metropolitan area just outside of the city. Class B assets typically require a bit more maintenance since they'll be a little bit older, which is something that's important to consider when evaluating different asset types. There'll also be fewer amenities and could many times benefit from modernizations on the interior or exterior. Class B properties offer good returns and can be a big home run if bought in the right area and the market begins to turn into a Class A market. Or as a nearby Class A market outprices individuals and drives demand for these Class B suburb neighborhoods up. Now next for the Class C properties, they just take a step below Class B. They have few amenities, are typically older buildings, have dated finishes, and tend to be very basic. Class C properties tend to sit in Class C neighborhoods where crime might be a little bit higher, income tends to be a little bit lower, development could slow down in those neighborhoods, and they begin to age. The buildings and the developments begin to age. Class C properties tend to offer the most upside in investments, offering lots of room for renovation to bring up under-rented units, and Class C properties can often be the most profitable if the neighborhood is projected to have higher demand such as population growth or growth in nearby towns or suburbs or job growth, like we've talked about in previous episodes, which could be led by new business developments, as an example. When thinking of investing in Class C properties, take the inspections very seriously. Since these buildings are likely 20 years older or more, electrical and plumbing need to be inspected as some standards have changed and general wear and tear could have taken effect. So after hearing a bit more about these classes, which class is the best to invest in? We get that question all the time. Picking which one is best for you to invest in might take some evaluation of your goals and your current financial situation. If you're okay having a little maintenance work and being more intensive on screening tenants, you'll most likely enjoy the upside of a class B or C property. If you have tons of cash or maybe run a large fund or want minimal upkeep, and want to have that very, very strong tenant profile, it could be smart for you to focus on Class A and accept smaller projected returns in exchange for security and less effort. Now here at Perpetual Wealth Capital, where our goals are to offer maximum returns with mitigated risk, we thrive in that Class C and B markets and areas where there's a large upside potential and we mitigate risk by underwriting inflated projected expenses. We study the markets and study the employment trends in the areas to see which neighborhoods are gonna come up and which neighborhoods are stagnant. What we do is called value add, meaning we purchase, let's say a class C building in a class B neighborhood or an up and coming class C neighborhood, modernize the interior and exterior, increase the rents, decrease our expenses through professional management, then sell the property off after a holding period that maximizes our investors' returns.
as is with most investments, bigger risk equals bigger reward. And the more work involved, the higher the payout will be. That's why so many people who want to invest in real estate invest in multifamily syndications where you can capitalize on the high returns of class B and C properties while leveraging our experience in acquiring these properties and executing a great value add strategy, meaning you can benefit from the high returns with the risk mitigation through our conservative underwriting and without having to renovate or manage units yourself. If you're interested in learning more about investing in our up-and-coming opportunities or want to learn more about investing in multifamily real estate, passively or actively, head to our website, thedefinitiveguidebook.com and download our free ebook, The Definitive Guide of Building Generational Wealth and Passive Cash Flow Through Multifamily Real Estate. Or follow the link in the show notes and it'll take you right there. Thanks for listening to this episode and we'll see you on the next one.